0: Greetings and salutations my fellow DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all the other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM Bill, and it's time for another DM Quick Tip. No matter what genre you're running for your game, there are two aspects that are a must for a successful storyline. That's going to be the good guys and the bad guys. A difficulty arises with the lack of balance between the two. Your players often see the bad guys as an obstacle that needs to be overcome, usually by completely and irrevocably destroying the bad guy. Okay, to be fair, the bad guy, in most cases, probably has it coming. Keep in mind, this is not always the case. As an NPC, the bad guy may have information to help the characters and the storyline move along. Perhaps this bad guy is the only one that knows the location of an item or a person necessary to the plot. And now, the druid and the warlock are trying to kill him. Now what? Do you allow the party to dispatch your bad guy, possibly sending the adventure way off track, forcing you, the DM, to scurry looking for a way to salvage the story? Do you defend him and possibly kill off one of the player characters? And now having to deal with all the complications associated with that? It depends on how important the bad guy is, or for that matter, how important the good guy is. Did you let the party catch up to the bad guy who should be somewhere at the end of the campaign? If this situation is a reality for you, then the wrong bad guy was served up at the wrong time, and now you're in trouble. Here's a quick tip within a quick tip. When I put an adventure together, I try to follow an episodic storyline. This allows me to compartmentalize the story, so if one of the players misses a night or two, it's easy to catch them up and neither the player or the story suffers. And if something goes awry with my bad guys, the damage to the storyline is minimized. You never know when a full table of hot dice will appear and the party starts mowing down everything thrown at them. Or you suffer from a pink-colored case of DM Scots and your dice suddenly hate you and roll horribly. Now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. What works for me is breaking down both the antagonist and the protagonist each into two groups. The two groups of the bad guys I use are the big bad and the minions. And the good guys are the heroes and the helpers. First, the bad guys. At the forefront is the big bad. This top-notch antagonist could take many forms. Although the most popular is an all-powerful individual with sweeping and all-encompassing plans, it could also be a cult setting their sights on taking power from the present ruling class. There's the otherworldly creatures hell-bent on total destruction, of what the characters see as a normal life. Of course, there's always the possibility of a dragon, a demon, a fallen god. Any of these qualify for the top spot. But from behind the DM screen, this is the driving force of your story. In the majority of scenarios, your player characters are going to be taking up the role of the good guys. Or somewhat good. Or at very least, performing the task at hand for the general good. That leaves the role of the bad guy to the NPCs. When running a long-term campaign, I suggest you hold the big bad in the shadows and on the sidelines. As the story unfolds, there should be hints and clues to who may be behind the trouble or tragedies befalling the good guys and their world. Even if the characters know from the start who's pulling the strings, it should be very far down the timeline before the characters get even a glimpse of the big bad. Rarely do they get a chance to directly confront the nemesis. Too many evil plans need to be set into motion and nurtured to fruition. There are usually too many layers of accomplices, lackeys, and protectors to get anywhere near the top echelon of villainy. Confronting the big bad in the long-running storyline is a job best left for heroes. But wait, isn't the party the heroes in this game? You may ask. No, not usually. Good guys, yes, but not the heroes. But we'll get to them in a bit. Next, let's talk about the minions. Keep in mind, my fellow GMs, here's where the carnage really happens. You should expect most of your minions to be killed. They're going to be expendable. If at some point you need a minion to pass on information, you should really make that minion stand out in some way. It'll be slightly more likely that the party is less inclined to kill them directly. They may even be intrigued enough to ask questions or take the minions as a hostage for leverage later on. I mean, we can hope. We have to believe that not every group is entirely comprised of murder hobos. Either way, these are the bulk of the encounters the party must deal with. Most being combat encounters, but not all. The minions are there to harry and harass the party while doing the bidding of a higher power. In the process... They're going to be passing on clues, information, and materials that the group can use to further the quest. Now, let's talk about the good guys. At the head of this group is the hero. This is usually a person, but it can be more than one individual. Their hero can drive the story just as effectively as the bad guy. A story can revolve around a hero or heroes setting out to confront an evil that drives troubles into the lands, with the party being sent out on the hero's behalf. The party's interaction with the hero should be brief and decisive, leaving no real time to delve into the hero's plans, as if they'd share it with the likes of any of them anyways. The party's role in this is small but vital. They need only to know their part in the grand scheme. If any of the group's members should be captured and or tortured, the less they know, the better. The hero shouldn't be traveling with the group for any length of time either. They can come and go, but really need to be sparse, appearing just at the right time to redirect the party if they're off course or to act as a catalyst for a different avenue of actions. Presenting opportunities during these exchanges will help for different player characters to be in the spotlight and not the NPCs. Think of Gandalf and his habit of needing to be somewhere else all of a sudden, leaving the Fellowship to fend for themselves. Now, how about those helpers? Your player characters will fall into this group, no matter how important any one character may seem. In the grand scheme of the story, each character is just one person doing what they can to help the cause. The hero probably can't defeat the big bad without assistance of some kind. Here's where the player characters come in. While greater powers are putting plots into motion and drawing the attention away from lesser beings, the party uses the distraction to complete their given task, hopefully before those greater powers notice what the party's doing, or notices when it's far too late. Often this entails retrieving or delivering an item that will thwart the nefarious plans afoot. Maybe the protection of an individual who is a key component to those dastardly plans and needs to be spirited away and brought to a safe haven. The number of plots possible are immeasurable. I'll leave that part up to you. Now, Whether the player characters get to confront the big bad later is entirely up to the game master. As the party increases in levels and power, they may get a chance. Conclusions to campaigns often entail just that. The heroes come up short has opened a small window of opportunity for the player characters to take advantage of, leading to an epic conclusion and the saving of all who would be oppressed or lost to the evil plans of the big bad. Finally, with all that said balance between the good guys and the bad guys is what will keep the story going. Avoiding incidences that could force you, the GM, to rewrite your adventure, or worse, give up on what could have been a terrific story. The lesser minions should be directly opposed to the player characters, at all times. No matter which group the player characters are in, the minions are always present when the player characters are just helpers. And even if they've advanced to the lofty position of heroes, the minions should always unwaveringly be present and in the service of their master. The big bad should be reserved as a plot driver and held out for the hero unless the characters have built themselves up in an appropriate strength to confront the big bad as a group at the appropriate time. That's the old man's look at the good guys and bad guys. I'm DM Bill. See you next time in the dojo.